Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mikey Wild Knows Nothing Special Tournament Edition. Uh, the office is going on its 15th year anniversary. We've decided to gather here, and by we, I of course mean the hottest guys Val Kilmer has ever seen. And that is <laughs> the majority of a number one in Chicago office trivia team. I'm here with Logan and Deho, two very prominent members of the hottest guys Val Kilmer's ever seen. And are you guys ready to bracket out? Some of these, it's curious by their choices. I, I was noticing that. I was noticing some are, are were, were really easy and some were kind of hard. That's what she said. I was also wondering if they had actually seeded them. Because there's some yeah. that I thought like, whoa, that shouldn't be anywhere near a yeah, if they're going yeah. seven seed. Yeah, was it like was it like randomly just just populated, or did they go? You know, because if you look, it's like five, eight, one, six, four, nine. I mean, you know, did they just pick want to have certain seasons represented x amount of times? Right. I, I, I have no idea how they did it, but we're gonna work with what we have because I had fun. All right, first up, we have dinner party, which is the fourth season, episode nine. Michael invites Jim and Pam and Andy and Angela to a couple's only dinner, which makes Dwight very jealous. However, the only thing he's missing is a ringside seat to witness Michael and Jan's extremely dysfunctional home life. That's one way to put it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I do believe this is, for the most part, fairly universally considered the best office episode. And this is where we're going to have a discussion. Well, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely, but in the 16th seat is The Client, Season 2, Episode mm. 7, with Michael yeah. and Jan Levinson Gould away from the mm. office to land a new client. The staff discovers an unproduced screenplay in Michael's office. <laughs> Let's go to The Client first, because I don't think there's as much to say about this one, but it does have a lot going on. Well, I was going to say, I feel like you have to at least mention Tim Meadows in this one. I mean, mm-hmm. he he was amazing as the client. He really um, was. But the, the stuff between him and uh, Steve Carell was just hilarious. And, of course, having having to have Jan sit in the middle of that <laughs> <laughs> and act like she was pissed off had to be impossible. But... I, I, I loved how much Michael put into this buffoonery. And she's mm. thinking he's blowing it completely just to realize, mm. oh, the client is actually a buffoon as well. <laughs> mm. Well, I was going to say, and the, uh, and the, the, that smile at the end where she realizes this whole thing has led up to him making the sale. Right. Yeah. When you mentioned buffoonery, I was just saying that we're going to say that about him saying that he, he wanted Jan to have like a, a safe word in case things were going wrong. <laughs> and he then just, then just goes, that's right. <laughs> See, well, this is why I wanted to say for it. Like I said, and and you got you can't get through this episode without talking about the brown probe either. I mean, you know. Oh. <laughs> I just wish we had. I just wish we had to see uh, Pam read that to her. That would. <laughs> I one of my a quote I absolutely adore in this episode is the mm. when he changes the appointment with the client from the Radisson to the Chili's <laughs> and tells Jane <laughs> tells Jane yeah. that. Small Business Weekly considers this one, and then she questions it. And he goes, "It will." Letter to the editor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they print my letter, brilliant. But I think the biggest takeaway from this episode, this is where Jan and Michael kiss. Correct? Yeah, it is. And and threat level midnight. 
Oh, yes. Cannot forget that. <laughs> Jim finding the threat level midnight script in uh, Michael's desk. Pam, pa- Pam, Pam finds found it. it when she's looking for the joke book. Oh, that's right. Excuse yeah. me. But Jim gets everybody to read it. That's correct. Um, I forget it, brother. You guys want to move over to dinner party then? We should. We yeah. should. Because there's a lot going on here. Take it away. What will always stick with most people is, of course, Stip, stop, stip, stop, stip, stop. You've no idea the physical toll the three vasectomies have on a person. But for me, it's it's Hunter's music. Oh my god! For me, yeah, it's, I mean, dreadful. That song is obviously about Jan. Yeah. I mean. Oh no doubt. <laughs> and the fact that Pam and Jim are swooning to it at the end is is brilliant. Yeah, oh, and and, and Dio, I think you and I talked about this because we actually watched it. I think at your place once. Uh, when uh, Andy leans over and bites the Angela's ice cream, and she just sm- <laughs> smashes it into his car, and whereas yeah, we're like, yeah, up. she was a total, you know, kind of a, a bitch yeah. for doing that, but yeah. who, who bites somebody else's ice cream? Yeah, it has like I romantic know. playfulness, yeah. especially knowing your audience. Like it's Angela. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Andy, you should but, know. And there's just little, there's all sorts of little gems in this one, like the bench that Michael sleeps on. <laughs> Goodness. And how how long they show him laying there. <laughs> <laughs> or or the fact that the camera is set up in the bedroom. Oh, yes. You know. His, his um, plasma screen TV that when you push in, you can watch it from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And of course... Um, what, what, it gets me every time. It's so stupid when Jim asks about the, the, the table and he, and he said, what is that, Nordic cherry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is also, mm, it's kind of got an oaky afterbirth. Yeah, there's there's a lot of little little things. <laughs> there's so one. many good, like them playing charades. Let's see how it stacks up. One in 16, dinner party versus the client. Well, Katie went with the client. CJ went with dinner party. Oof, Kelly went with the client. I'm just going to let you guys know I also went with the client. So, you know, you can slaughter me right now. So. I'm not, not going to slaughter you. The client is a very good episode, but I don't <laughs> I don't think it touches dinner party. Same. Mm. I, I went I went dinner party. Mm. It's just too good. Like, I wanted everyone mm. everyone's else's opinions, but mm-hmm. that's why I only wanted three people on the podcast because then we could uh, mm-hmm. nail it down. But I, right, and like I said, and and I'm not going to be too hurt if dinner party beats the client because it was a real tough decision oh God, for me. Yeah. But I also, I also happen to be a big fan of Tim Meadows, which is kind of what tipped me that the way. The ladies, so. man. <laughs> <laughs> we move on to the next one, which is the two seed booze cruise from season two, episode mm-hmm. eleven, up mm-hmm. against the fifteen seed casual Friday, season five, episode twenty six. The mm-hmm. booze cruise synopsis. And this could not be any less colorful. The Dunder Mifflin <laughs> staff go on a mandatory booze cruise to hear Michael give a motivational talk. Casual Friday is Michael returns to Dunder Mifflin and brings Ryan and Pam in as salespeople from when mm. the Michael Scott Paper Company went defunct. But the existing mm. salespeople demand that Michael return the clients they stole back to them. Meanwhile, some employees take the idea of Casual Friday too far. What do we what do we want to say about the booze cruise? I think it's important to at least bring up so at me. We we gotta mention Michael's dancing in that episode because that oh my god that scene always gets me, especially with the way he tries to use it as a motivational tool. <laughs> Plus he does that sweet worm. <laughs> what do we got from Casual Friday? Um well 
for those anybody who knows me knows that I can't stand Phyllis. Yep. Yeah. And, and this is one of those Phyllis moments where that that shows why I think she's even worse than Angela. And that close your mouth, honey. You look like a truck. Oh, yeah. That's. Yeah. You know, I I personally can't stand any of the salesmen in this one. But yeah, especially Phyllis, um, though. Yeah. But thank goodness we do have like you know like the Meredith moments to save this one because like. <laughs> the whole thing about her outfit cracks me up. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. Booze Cruise up against Casual Friday. Kelly has Booze Cruise. Katie has Booze there Cruise. I went Booze Cruise. Booze Cruise. Booze Cruise moves on. It's not a strong episode, per se. It has glimpses of being brilliant. But against Casual Friday, it did yeah. more than When it was time. an early episode, they were still finding their Oh, yeah. absolutely. And I don't that- really hear people talking about Casual Friday ever let's move on over to the next one that being the seed number three money mm-hmm. season four episode four up against no money, no 14 seed goodbye michael season seven episode 21 money as jan renovates the condo michael confronts his growing debt every way he can which includes pressuring his employees for a loan pam and jim spend a night out on dwight's family beat farm now a bed and breakfast. Goodbye, Michael. As the office gets ready for Michael's final day at Dunder Mifflin, Michael doesn't tell anyone that he's leaving a day early. Meanwhile, D'Angelo accompanies a nervous Andy on a visit to one of Michael's old clients. Starting with money, I would assume, since we're doing it in, in that order. I mean, there's nothing. There's a few good glimpses, I think, in this episode. But otherwise, I just wasn't necessarily a fan of it. Like, I like the episode itself, but... I actually really like the money episode um, for a couple of reasons, though. Uh, one is when Michael calls Stanley um, about the the Tetra Petra, whatever the, the <laughs> whatever he's trying to sell, and and he, he calls Stanley, and <laughs> Stanley realizes Michael has called him. Why are you calling me at home? And then Stanley has a talking head via phone. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you could just picture him like with his feet up and his glass of wine, just like, you know, going off in his house. And there's also a really great um, Jim and Dwight moment. Um, the pep talk in the stairwell. So my solution was to move away. It was awful. And it is something that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. And that includes you. Oh, yes. Um, you know, uh, that one always kind of gets me. Yeah, yeah so, that's a very good moment. Agreed. You know, like where then Dwight reaches for him and he's not there uh, anymore. This episode definitely has a lot of those things, like with Vikram and stuff that you laugh at. Yeah. But it's nothing mm-hmm. that really, like, nothing weighs heavy the way the competition does with Goodbye, Michael. But anyway, as far as Goodbye, Michael is concerned, um, that's a heavy episode. Very. I, and it's just because you know where it's going. I mean, we know what the episode's mm-hmm. called, so we know what it's getting to. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. everything that builds up and leads to it. And when he mm-hmm. gives everyone gifts from his office and gives Oscar. Just, the scare. Just, just the worst <laughs> possible gift. <laughs> this handmade just brown look it was awful and yeah because it's uh, michael's last day oscar had to pretend he really loved it 
and Michael <laughs> just relished in that so much. Yeah. I said, that's one of the things I did have was the scarecrow, you know, um, and the whole thing about him giving, uh, giving Stanley the pool table with no balls. Yeah. Or F- Phyllis giving him the, the mittens that, like, you can't get wet or anything like that. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't do anything <laughs> with them. <laughs> Her she always gives the absolute worst. worst gifts. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, I told you, Phyllis sucks. Okay? She's not good. <laughs> not that, not that. I mean, obviously, every character gives something to the show, but she sucks. <laughs> um, but but uh, uh, because she brought Bob Vance, but uh, um, and then I um. <laughs> But with this, you know, you have the Jim and, pa- and Michael goodbye. You have the Pam and Michael goodbye. Um, and But you also have that moment where Michael starts to freak out and he calls Holly. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, I am changing my own mind here as I'm, <laughs> <laughs> as I'm talking about this. So um, because I was I was wholeheartedly going to fight for money on this one. And and I think I would just change my mind. I, re- I, I do enjoy <laughs> money. But yeah, well, because here was my here was my issue with Goodbye Michael. I felt like he got such a better moment, um, in Michael's last Dundee. That's exactly what I was going to say. That whole last Dundee's episode is marvelous. So right, and so that's that's kind of where I was sitting. Why I was on money originally for this 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 pairing. I thought about that too. But, I was wondering if I was putting Goodbye Michael up higher because of what was built uh-huh. before it. But in mm-hmm. breaking down the two, I, I've got to go with I say, but as we've been sitting here talking about it, I just changed yeah, my I've mind. Got... <laughs> so, yeah, I've got to so. go with Goodbye, Michael. Yeah, I do too. So, yeah, that's so. that's what I went with. In the four seed, Niagara, season six, episodes four and five. Mm-hmm. And that uh, is up against uh, 13, The Deposition. Niagara. But the deposition, the deposition is an episode and a half in itself. It is. So. <laughs> it's, a, that's, it's a lot to that's such a good episode but let me get back to the summaries yeah. Niagara, sorry, the sorry, office yes. travels to Niagara Falls to celebrate Jim and Pam's wedding under strict orders not to mention Pam's pregnancy way to go Jim Michael, and, <laughs> Michael, Dwight and Andy all want to hook up with the guests at the wedding and then this is thrown into the summary but like this is one and a half minutes of the entire episode Michael and Dwight meet twins <laughs> what? <laughs> that's in the that's summary. In the summary. <laughs> Who writes this crap? No. Well, I mean, I guess it's three minutes because they show it in both episodes. Yeah, they do. So the recap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and for the episode five, so the second part of Niagara, Pam is forced to deal with an embarrassing injury for Andy the night before her wedding, while Kevin deals with the loss of his dress shoes. On the morning of the ceremony, again, not. <laughs> yeah, there, there's that. That's very minor compared to like you know Pam and Jim go yeah, missing. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, the deposition, uh, Michael is put in an awkward position when Jan sues Dunder Mifflin for wrongful termination, and he is deposed as a witness. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Kelly begins smack talking Pam and Daryl when they beat Jim at ping pong. That's some reason not right. Yeah, someone wrote that. Like <laughs> yeah, <an idiot. laughs> that's as clear as I can make it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kelly talks. Yeah, 
smacks. Smacks yeah, the pan. And, and, and Daryl doesn't talk. To, he yeah. just wants to play ping pong. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Don't 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 bother Luke. <laughs> don't don't bother Luke. Got it. <laughs> as clear as I can make it. Logan, how do you feel about Niagara up against the deposition? Correct. That that's true. <laughs> but clear I, as I all... can make it. <laughs> No, I would say one of my favorite moments of, of Niagara was when uh, they thought Andy lost his penis. <laughs> <laughs> that that was pretty funny. And he's what? like, no. That's, that's your takeaway from no, Niagara? No. And Aaron genuinely keeps saying, like, <laughs> that he lost his penis. He's like, no, my penis is fine. He's <laughs> like, no, it's just a torn scrotum. And then you have Jim saying, yeah, I said that. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm getting married. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> Still pranking people on, on his wedding day. Niagara um, is home to so many quips. Um, the like, when, as a matter of fact, when I went to Steve and Jackie's wedding, and I was in the wedding itself, when it hit midnight, I congratulated Steve like you're married. <laughs> nope, that's <laughs> not how that works. But <laughs> didn't you also, for somebody's wedding, commission that, a painting? That was theirs, wasn't it? Yes, it was. That was there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't get a painting like that for my wedding. But, you uh, did get a Jake and the Snake Cobra, though. I did. <laughs> I did, though. I, I got and I had Wild Mayhem as my usher, so I can't really complain. So. Um, and Logan tore his shirt, Logan tore his shirt <laughs> yeah, off. So, your um, thoughts on Niagara, Dio? Niagara is a great episode. Um, I have, I mean, Isabel. We get Isabel yes. for the first time. <laughs> um, we get to see Dwight's casual uh, attire. <laughs> <laughs> Two wolves howling at the moon. It's suggestive. <laughs> it's suggestive. Yeah, um, you know. I mean, and then you know. I mean, all, there's all the the good Jim Jim Pam stuff. Um, there's the uh, <laughs> you know their actual marriage on the boat, but then there's that goofy ass dance that everybody does down the aisle. Uh, uh, you know, it's 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 a good I, episode. I, I do I like Creed subtly putting his name on somebody else's gift <laughs> and taking their yeah. name off of it. Well. Again, I could do I could do a web series on how much I yeah. love Creed. So such um, an underrated uh, part of the show. Yeah, I got into an argument just the other day on Instagram. I'm like, like somebody said, you know, Creed should, Creed's like should be in, in your top three favorite characters. I'm like, if he's not your favorite character, you're watching it. Wrong. <laughs> we got into a bit. We got into a big argument. Um, <laughs> Niagara, a few fun, a few fun instances in Niagara. I really enjoy when. Pam's upset about her whole dress being torn and all that stuff, and Jim just cuts his tie mm-hmm. right off. Um, and then his brother makes fun of him. <laughs> Wear a tie much? I, I do love Pam. What was Pam's grandma's name? Meemaw? Yeah. Meemaw, yeah. <laughs> They're going to name their, their first child after you. They're going to name it Meemaw. <laughs> She's like, you mean Sylvia. You, you mean yeah, Sylvia. Yeah, it's a boy, yeah. Sylvia. Sylvia. <laughs> Also, the I, I love the I didn't move my lips. <laughs> it's going to impede very greatly impede my ability to do more with your female relatives. Also, um, Kevin getting six numbers. <laughs> he got a seven, more with a whole fold number. <laughs> oh, just absolutely! Fan. I love Niagara. Um, all right, but many that, of these things. The, the hold, on, hold on, Hold on, Dio. Sorry. Many Sorry. of these things, as we go, I'll post on Instagram and Facebook um, things as they relate. 
because I, I do have pictures of the hotel that they stayed in when Logan and I went up to Niagara. I do have the painting, of course, I commissioned for uh, Steve and Jackie in the way of Pam and Jim's wedding. So, did, did you get one in the nude for yourself? Absolutely. I and I also <laughs> have a picture of myself and Ryan in 2014. Yes, 2014, fake getting fake married on the Maid of the Mist while it was on uh on the waterfall there. So I will post those as well. But Deho, the deposition. Yes, what you got. All right, I was just gonna say this one. This has got some good ones, man. I mean. One of my favorite things is when they're going through Michael's I know journal. Where you're going. And they say, Who's this Ryan that's just as hot as Jan? And Toby's dying. Just a, like, just, just just a cool friend. Just a really close, cool friend. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's one of my favorite. Because, like, you know, Toby doesn't get a lot of good moments. That's one where he's just, where he's just yeah. dying. It, it, and and I think we him. have to point out it's, it's Michael's diary. He does point out that it's. Oh, he, sorry. He does, yes, his diary. He corrects them. He, he does actually call yeah, it diary. He corrects them right. when they he call does. it a journal. He says yeah. It's diary. Yeah. Yeah, he does say, what do you do with my diary? That's right. He does that, say ep- that. that episode, um, is, I think, is carried almost entirely by the deposition itself because the B storyline and plot is fine. There's another storyline. The, the ping pong thing. thing. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, the ping pong. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I have a problem with the ping pong. Thing because of that whole, uh, you know, problem we had at yeah. trivia. So I, I don't talk about it because because my wife totally boned us sideways on that one. So you know, I, uh, Hubert Hoyam. Hugo Hoyam. Yeah, yeah, we were sure of that. Hugo like it's Hugo Hoyam. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I, so, I do so like we, how we Michael see. has the like what is it the relationship contract or a love contract as he calls yeah. it framed yeah. like, <laughs> and, just the way yeah. he... and he pulls it out like all like <laughs> i also um, i also like that goofy that goofy memory thing he's doing like my friend disray got new specs whatever the hell he was like <laughs> he makes jan put the top down on their way up so her hair is just yeah. all over the place yeah. Another another good part of that is him asking for a line. <laughs> he doesn't what to yeah. say. And then when uh, they, uh, and then the whole that, that's what she said. That's what who said? Well, she's butchering the delivery. <laughs> yeah. What did what did she say about your your job as a you know compared to her corporate position? <laughs> what I don't know what you're talking about. Come again? That's what she said. <laughs> she's butchering the delivery. And, so funny. Yeah. And then. um and, and the thing about going to the bathroom to get out of the oh. question. Um, <laughs> but also, that's the first... I think that's the only time we hear Jan say, I love you, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very good yeah. call So, yeah. Um, so, and of course, there's, you know, that, that spot with him at the... At the, at the spot, jeez. There's <laughs> that... that <laughs> there's... <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's funny. Um, but there's that, that part with him and David Wallace at the end where, you know, David Wallace says, you know, hey, this was hard, you know, you know, and him and Michael had that, you know, you're a good guy. I'm a good guy. We're all good yeah. guys moment, you know. So. Yeah. That... But really, we should just get down and let Niagara. Have yeah, this absolutely. This yeah, is... I... <laughs> I'd have to say that, too. Yeah. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought Logan was trepidatiously going. Actually, I have. <laughs> yeah, uh, a clean sweep for Niagara. That takes it. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, unless anybody else has something else to say. <laughs> Every, everyone does, does, who uh, does, does Kelly turned in a bracket did say Niagara. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we move on to the fifth seed, drug testing, season two, episode twenty, against the twelfth seed, garage sale, season seven. Episode 19, Mm -hmm. drug testing summarized as Dwight plays the role of a volunteer sheriff after finding half a joint in the Dunder Mifflin parking lot, leading to an investigation. Pam gives Jim a play challenge, which he tries to complete. That's not a very good description. Garage sale. What? Michael plans to propose (laughs) to Holly the day of the Dunder Mifflin garage sale. But Holly may have to take an extended leave of absence to Colorado because her father is sick. Also, not the greatest. No, doesn't. Well, at least they mentioned the important part: the proposed to Holly. Yeah, I guess. But drug yeah. testing. I, I will you. always remember as Dwight calling in Creed and asking him what he thinks it is, <laughs> and Dwight names almost is... every strain. Or every strand of weed possible, and then, uh-huh. <laughs> then Dwight's just like, "No, you can go. This is marijuana." <laughs> that that is Northern Lights <laughs> and it's indigo. <laughs> no, it's but, marijuana. Have you ever have you ever pooped a balloon? I don't. I don't <laughs> love the secondary plot line with the jinx with the coke. No, it's you know it's it. I mean, it it, it kind of just is a is a crutch to give Jim and Pam really something is. to do. Um, but I think it's because it's this is a Dwight episode, you know. It's not a Jim right. and Pam episode. I mean, it, it does again though with with Jim and Pam though. There's that part where, you know, she's like, "You look like you have something you want to tell me," and then eventually it gets to him where it's almost like he's thinking about telling her how he feels, but he's jinxed. Yeah, like I, you, you see that look in his face, like he wants that, to say, sure, it. and then sure. you see the despair in hers, like, whoa, no, 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 I want to hear what you have to say, but yeah, yeah, but you know, frankly, you know, the problem is, is you know, I mean, you get to a certain point with something like that, and you go, this is stupid. I'm not a grown man. Shut the hell right. up. I'm going to talk, you know. <laughs> but anyways, um, as far as drug testing is concerned, um, I also like when Ryan asks if they're hiring. <laughs> Obviously concerned about his own urine sample. <laughs> and let's let's not forget that Michael tries to get Dwight to give him his urine because he smoked yeah. a closed cigarette at an Alicia Keys concert. <laughs> well, also Ryan's got another good spot, good, good talking part where he's like, he's like, I, I don't think Michael's ever done drugs. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever offered him any. <laughs> I, d- I did like Jim making Dwight think that Dwight actually took the marijuana. Like, oh, oh, yeah, th- this yeah, was a memory yeah. loss drug. You said I was conducting the interview. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dwight literally feels yeah. like he's the one that took the marijuana yeah. or like is, yeah. is unsure of himself at that moment. Or then Dwight voluntarily puts him in the, himself in a room with Kelly Oof. by himself. Yeah. Now this was the twentieth episode of season two, so they were starting to work out the kinks a lot more. But this again suffers mm-hmm. from, I think, just the the characters weren't fleshed out enough. 
to be that diverse. Some of them is, yeah, especially some of, like, you know, some of the, the secondary yeah. players too, you know. Now, the only thing I can say about garage sale is I should have burned this place down when I had the chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really like <laughs> – um, I do like the uh, the uh, the whole Dallas thing with uh, Daryl and, That's and Kevin and Andy and, uh, and and Andy and how Kevin ends up <laughs> robbing them at blind. the end. Um, I like how freaking uh, Dwight spends the whole day basically in a video game doing yes. a trading game. I, I you know <laughs> only to only to then be hosed at the end. By <laughs> I, I did like all of Ryan's products where he uses Oscar's <laughs> face and Phyllis's face. <laughs> Where did you get this picture? He tells like how he got the uh, the pesto when he's like, I told my mom I needed yeah. a bunch of pesto for a pesto party. Yeah. Okay, pesto party. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And, then, yeah, yeah. and there's also there's also a little just kind of Easter egg in this one that I, know I don't exactly know what you're not say. everybody always notices. Yes. But the clown painting oh, yeah, they... <laughs> is for sale. Is for the, sale. The clown yeah. painting that they was got it off the wall. imperative to the structural integrity of his parents' house. Yeah. They finally got it off the wall. <laughs> um, you know, and obviously, you know, the it's all basically leading up to the proposal. Um, you know, Holly tries to propose to Michael and he got, nope. Mm, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> he turns her down without realizing he's turning her down. Mm-hmm. Or his idea, yeah, his idea and, to, uh... to drop a body off the top of the roof. <laughs> and say, I, yeah, I lost my like, yeah, head his, his, I met you. His, his entirely... Yeah, his entirely realistic uh, expectation that everyone talks about this now and forever, you know. Or his three-year um, salary ring. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. God. The yeah, um, so, um, Also being in the uh, conference room with Michael, and he's he thinks they're going to try and talk him out of it, but they're like, no, she's perfect for you. And then oh, yeah, Pam yeah. describes the proposal between her and Jim, and he's like, "Oh, a gas station, yeah." <laughs> you did, oh, oh yeah. You, you said, said the weather was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> also like when they're going through with all the candles. They're going through the little um, kitchen area, and everyone's asking Holly to marry them. Brian asks, yeah. and he goes, "That's the only one I was worried about." <laughs> <laughs> or Pam asks, "That'd be hot." Yeah, I did still yeah. like when Michael was giving all his potential proposal ideas. And Jim was like, "All good." Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because you know he, you know he can't be serious about anything. You and know, I suppose like, I yeah. should say, since I started this episode off with, I should have burned this place down when I had the chance. That one of his ideas, we see him pouring gasoline <laughs> in in the uh, parking lot of Dunder Mifflin to try and spell out, "Will you marry me, Holly?" Brilliant. Yeah. And he and, and he says, "Can you light this for me? I have <laughs> Michael. You had two ideas today. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, uh, this is another one. I'm sure I'm going to get toasted on. So, go ahead. I went with drug testing on this one. So I went with garage sale. Yeah, I had actually gone with drug testing too. Really? Yeah. All right. Hold on. Let me move it. <laughs> All right. I'm quite surprised. Let me see what the others say. What did uh Katie say? Katie went with drug testing. Um CJ went with drug testing and Kelly 
went with drug testing. So I am the I'm the lone wolf on this one. Howling at the moon, boys. <laughs> Suggestive. Mm. <laughs> well, let, <laughs> listen, listen up, ladies. Mikey Wild knows nothing. <laughs> Howling at the moon. <laughs> well, next we have up the sixth seed, and that is a Benny Hanna Christmas season three episode ten against another Christmas episode titled Christmas Party from Season 2, Episode 10. A Benihana Christmas is described as trouble among the members of the party planning committee result with Pam and Karen hosting a rival Christmas party, but Michael isn't interested in celebrating after being dumped by Carol. A Christmas party... Michael hosts a Christmas party for the staff, but his gift-giving plan goes awry when everything gets swapped. (laughs) Vodka shots are introduced, and Jim worries someone else will get the present he chose for Pam. All right. This one was a tough one, because I feel like these were both pretty strong episodes. Yeah, I felt that way, too. I actually didn't. I don't like Benny Christmas. I think it's fine. Really? At best. Well, I mean, it is, but, you know... I feel like there's a couple of there's a couple oh, of, of good things in but it. I, I, I mean, genuinely thought that the first Christmas episode in the season two was far superior. Well, we'll get there. You know, spoiler alert. I agree with you, but I, I didn't feel like Benny Hanna. I felt Benny Hanna Christmas was at least a a, a good uh, opponent. And, th- and this is exactly why but, I wanted uh, to like flesh out rather than just saying what we think of each mm-hmm. of them, because. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There may be parts that you're going to mention that I'm going. You know what? That was pretty strong. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go back and watch yeah. it. Well, one of my favorite parts of Benny Hanna Christmas is when Creed walks in and takes the toy <laughs> out of the toy bin. They <laughs> go, "Hey, Creed, you're supposed to put a toy <laughs> toy in the bin." And I'm Merry Christmas <laughs> to you, Letty. I I still like, and I think Mike, you and I talked about this when uh, at they go to Benny Hanna's and Dwight has to sit on the other side. <gasps> Because that family, dude, those are the mo- most oh, annoying yeah. that, that, people. They, they just who, who the hell would just, not just move? Who would want to be? They in the just refuse like to move, and he—I think he doesn't even ask them if they would move over. Yeah, why would you want to be in the middle of another party on <laughs> right. a date? I would move. I'd be like, I don't want this weird, creepy, freaking guy we, sitting we, next we... to me. I—I I, I like the thing where Dwight's talking to the guy about the knife and 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 how they're arguing over which <laughs> which knife is better. What do we you got know, on the season um, two Christmas party, boys? Oh my dude, the season two Christmas party. I mean, Creed again, given given going given Jim the shirt that he wore, <laughs> and it was the shirt, and it was the shirt that it was the shirt that he wore at Jim's barbecue. No, oh, that's brilliant. I yeah. I did like in the beginning when he mentions like he wanted to double up, or when Michael says he wants to make the party great, and he's like, yeah, they gave me a. Like thirty six hundred dollar bonus for firing Devin. So I guess something <laughs> something something yeah. good did come out of this. Maybe I should call him and tell him that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Devin will be really happy that you got a bonus here. Um, uh, you know, I mean, and then obviously the the whole thing with with the the white elephant or Yankee swap. I'm sorry, you know, uh, where he changes the whole format of the gift giving, which yeah, just pisses everyone Phyllis off. had to give him a, a oven um, mitt. <laughs> well, you know, so again, you. I told you, Phyllis sucks, man. Phyllis sucks. Okay, I mean, you know, like she just, you know, what I mean, like, and and again, if you're gonna make somebody something, does a guy like Michael look like he cooks <laughs> anything? Does he look like he knows how to? He use barely knows how to use the forming grill. 
I was gonna say, yeah, he, yeah, he, 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 he cooks his vegetables <laughs> in a microwave. I mean, <laughs> you know, but you know, then of course you have the whole teapot yes. thing, you know, and that is which, probably the, you know, the that's one of the most point of the episode, mm. which. Well, I, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight with you on that because I feel there's another one, but it's a very iconic obvious thing. But the baby oh, post God, it, man. Yeah. I, I'm just teasing. I, I, of course, I want to point out. Of course, it's I, I don't know how, how, where you guys yeah. are in in the office, ladies. But l- listening to the the Christmas party one and just finding out that the that the the uh, what is it the paintball gift was actually for Phyllis, which oh, I had yeah. no idea. It I did not like know a, that either. Yeah. Oh, it seems like a strange gift for Dwight to give to Phyllis. Yeah, very. much as the oven mitt is a strange gift to give to Michael. Is like when Homer gave Marge a bowling ball with <laughs> Homer on it. <laughs> it's clearly like, oh, for you're him. Not going to use it, I guess. I'll well, use it. No, it was probably what it was. Is he probably decided the gift he was going to get before he knew he was getting <laughs> a person? Like he probably just decided whoever I get is seems like paintball it. stuff. Yeah, but everyone <laughs> do go so check fun. out the podcast, The Office Ladies. They have a lot of inside uh, stuff yeah. that you don't yeah. know. It's very fun. Yeah. It can get rambly at certain times, but, but overall, you, if, it's a good. Yeah. but and if you're but if you're used to Angela being a bitch, it's hard to get used. Oh, she to is her such a bubbly, a yeah. sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it it took me a while yeah. to get used to that. Um, but and I also just want to mention for again the Christmas party, the reverse psychology where where Michael actually has to explain <laughs> reverse psychology like nobody like nobody knows what it is, you know. Like, I'm on a so Christmas anyways, party um, season two. Same, yeah. yeah, Christmas party. Yeah, it was. Katie said yep, Christmas party. All the yeah. way through for everyone. The seventh seed, Murder, season six, episode 10. It's so hard for me to even talk about the episode and not immediately think Oscar. And I just, <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> Up against the, the 10th seed, Sexual Harassment, season two, episode two. Murder, described as Michael starts an audio tape murder mystery game to distract staff from rumors of Dunder Mifflin filing for bankruptcy. And he uses the game Southern Flavor as a cover to ask out Erin, but is unsure if she thinks it's for real. Sexual harassment, a drive to eradicate sexual harassment (laughs) in the workplace, coincides with the arrival of Todd Packer. Desperate to undermine the new policy, Michael determines to develop a joke that will take the office by storm. Instead, he ends up having to watch a training video and discovers some interesting facts about one of the film's stars. Again, that's such a small... <laughs> they're they're yeah, all banged. That's like 45 seconds of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Who writes this stuff? Where are you getting this from? The only thing I am scared of is getting a boner. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's let's start off with murder. Now, when I, I brought up um, murder, you cannot. You guys knew exactly what I was talking about. Dio. Yes. What was I talking about? I have it down here, though. Oscar's it's, Oscar's accent. It's I do so have difficult to replicate, but the exact sound yeah. is in my brain, and it's so yeah. funny. It, you know those like people people will put put those things online like you know oh you can't hear pictures oh, no yeah. it's a picture you can hear you know what I mean like Phyllis uh this plant this plantation we're running low on on uh, greenbacks and we're having problems uh, paying the people who give us the seeds and the dirt we can't pay them. Michael I can't. 
but I also have to bring up Tube City. <laughs> you because only... it's, it's it's a stupid ass little it's a little nothing, but I will never forget it. Like you know, like you owe me, Jim. Remember Tube City? <laughs> like why on earth? Why on earth was he going to put a bunch of hamsters in the in the oven? What were they going to do? Take messages to people? What were they going to do? I, I do like in the but beginning that... when they uh, Dwight asked about the email, and he says that David Wallace says it's in the journal, and Michael's like. Do you, Aaron, do you have my journal? And she's like, No, I put it under your desk. And he's like, I, he's yeah, your your, yeah, dream, he's, your dream journal. I think he means the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> oh, the Wall. <laughs> yeah. And then when yeah. they they look the article yeah. online <laughs> and it cuts off, and Michael's uh, just like, Oh, it's a dollar ninety nine to continue the article. I wonder what it was gonna say. I wonder what it was gonna <laughs> say. He's like, are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> oh, and then Andy tries to oh, so beat funny. me to it. You know, you know, like the one you know, you know, money banks I, can't pay for the. I day, really you know, do like article, the Michael but... moment in this episode as well, where Jim is trying to get him to stop doing the murder mystery game because there's bigger things to be done. But Michael mm-hmm. kind of broke it down to him of, hey, we're distracting them from mm. this. We got to do this. It was a really yeah. nice Michael moment as well. Yeah, yeah. We need to have. But when he says that it's the hardest he's ever worked in his career. <laughs> well, and I love, I love like his whole Caleb Cronad accent and everything, and how he keeps doing the uh, I, I declare. And like, say, why I do you keep saying? That? Well, when they're they're going over their characters, and she says she doesn't like being, or Angela says she doesn't want to be Voodoo Mama Juju, and, and Michael Mama just Juju. says, "You think I want to be Caleb Crawdad, billionaire playboy, different woman yeah. every night?" You think I want to do that? <laughs> or and I just like at the end when they're all double oh agents and they're holding each other, you know, up and and Dwight's like, so... I have crossbows. Everybody, just calm down. Count of three, we're all gonna put down our guns. I have crossbows. And then all of a sudden, it turns out Pam's there too. Really? It wasn't me. I'm not going down for this. Yeah, I want to go home. Get the keys out of my purse. Start the car. Murder goes um, up against sexual harassment. What are your recollections of sexual mm-hmm. harassment? Again, it's a dated reference, but when uh, Ryan asked, uh, yes. oh, yeah. Why does everyone bone? keep asking me that? Because his license plate <laughs> says WLL. I do like when they bring Michael into the office and he thinks he's in trouble. So he brings James P. Albini in there. And then And then he says that he's going to He's like, I'll have to. We're still under an hour, so I think we're still free. He's like, Well, I did a lot of paperwork at home. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about <laughs> so it. So good. Then you have the whole thing where where Michael's been ogling. Oh man, <laughs> she's in eighth grade. I'm taking it down right now. <laughs> yeah, I have a clean sweep on my end for murder. What do you guys got? I, I yeah, me too. Sexual yep. harassment. Ooh, the only. The only reason I yeah, know yeah. like sexual harassment is so strong for me is the introduction of Todd Packer. The that's what she said really gets hammered into us. But otherwise, yeah, mm-hmm. I absolutely adore murder. It's fantastic. We have the injury season two, episode twelve, already alluded to earlier, against the C9 Fun Run, season four, episode one. <laughs> the injury described uh-huh. as Michael has a mishap with a George Foreman mini grill and burns his foot, but the rest of the staff are not too sympathetic. His attention-seeking also makes a more serious injury sustained by another employee. Fun run. Michael accidentally runs over Meredith in the parking lot, and his guilt causes him to organize a 5K run for her. Dwight and Angela have a falling out after he kills her cat. 
and Jim and Pam's relationship is discovered. I, I genuinely think this was the, the hardest matchup for me. Yeah, I had a tough one. Yeah, yeah it definitely was. It does. Yeah, my favorite line is in this is in the injury, and that's when <laughs> what's that guy's name? Billy Merchant oh. is in there, and Michael Michael starts talking to him about like, oh, you know, we're not we're we're pretty we're not too different, you and me. And Billy just goes, you know what, Michael? Yeah, let me stop you right there. Okay, and leave. There would be nothing better in life than to use that line. It feels good. I do like the opening phone call when. <laughs> You know, uh, Michael does, like, absolutely not want Dwight to come and help him. And he, he's, like, basically asking Pam, Ryan, anybody, please don't send Dwight. We find out his foot gets burned on the Foreman grill. Well, and, and, and the way he explains it is the best, too, because he, <laughs> he acts like this is a perfectly normal thing. But, yeah, when, when he says that he likes to wake up to the smell of crackling bacon, so, you know, put, puts the Foreman grill uh, near his bed with some ba- strips of bacon on it, He'll wake up, plug it in, then go back to sleep. <laughs> so then wake up once the bacon is crackling and, you know, then, then proceeds to step on it. But I, I, I still love the way he talks about it as if this is a perfectly normal thing that everyone does. Today I got up, I stepped onto the grill and I clamped down on my foot. That's it. I don't see what's so hard to believe about that. I love his foot. His foot being wrapped um, up in bubble wrap. <laughs> him calling his mom. So, you know, you know, what does this look like? <laughs> or when he <laughs> asked Pam to Pam to rub some butter on it and specifically asked for country crock. <laughs> Such a fun episode. Dwight getting the concussion. Him and Pam becoming friends. Uh, Michael trying to stick his foot <laughs> in the MRI machine. Or when he when he says, "What what if Stevie Wonder had fallen down in that bathroom?" And they're like, "We wouldn't do that. We love we Stevie." Love Stevie. <laughs> fun run i will say that this episode overall became funnier to me after that stair climb i did where i literally felt like michael at the end of the race when i felt like i was i was going to throw up like and there's photos of me where i'm pale as hell and you could tell i I look i look like michael minus the hair Okay, did you did you not eat your fettuccine uh, Alfredo before the race or what? No, I, 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 I That's the one thing I was did missing. You, I didn't carbolate like he did. Oh God, you didn't drink water, did, did you? Did you project your nipples? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> and that well, I don't know. One of my favorite parts is the fact that Stanley, Oscar, and Creed take a taxi <laughs> for a five k. Then they go have some drinks and then then pull up. And I love that Kevin genuinely line. tries, but he's still wearing his office attire <laughs> and he's sweating like just oh, like it's a bad. stuck pig, like you know. One of the other brilliant bits in this episode is when Michael describes what happened to Meredith to tell him, and everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Why did you have to say like that? What is wrong with you? I also just like what he's like, everybody in the car was fine. Stand. I'll then- drive. You hit a woman with your car. Well, and, the, and and the way Jim looks after he says that too, where he's like, "Come on, Stanley, everyone in the car was fine." <laughs> I also do like the thing where where when Pam's trying to organize, you know, everybody to go, and and Kevin's like, "I'll bet you do, I'll bet you oh, will." Like, subtle. <laughs> yeah. um, also, what do you guys yeah. have for the injury versus fun run? I actually went with uh, injury. I mean, it was tough, but I, I took injury. I went with the injury. I as also well. went with the injury, and everyone else did as well. It is such a good episode for fun yeah. and the injury. 
Okay. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a brief break and we're going to come back with the other half and we will get down to a final 16. Logan, how do you feel about Niagara up against the deposition? Are you, are you asking which one I took or just in general? Jesus Christ, Logan. So far, the format has been <laughs> we talk about the episodes and then after we're done, we pick. We didn't then... actually put input in, in any of these episodes. You just went over the summary and that was it. Normally, we put input on each episode after the summary. That's what he's asking you for. That's what he's yeah. asking you for. What do you think about Niagara? Oh, well, hold on, hold the... on, hold on. Let me put a flag here and a moment of silence so I can splice it. Good. Logan, <laughs> how do you feel about Niagara versus the deposition? See, again, when you phrase it that way, it sounds like you want me to just... Motherfucker, I don't care what you think. Tell me about Niagara (laughs) the deposition. Okay, I will tell you about Niagara since you asked about Niagara. Hold on, Um, quick pause. (laughs) Logan, Niagara and the deposition are both very good episodes, albeit two episodes for Niagara. But Niagara should hold a special place in your heart since we went there together. Correct. That that's true. <laughs> but clear I, as I can make it. 